In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Back to basics. I think that's a good a theme and something for us all to think about during Great and Holy Lent, that it's, it's time for us to just go back to basics, back to remembering why we're here in the first place, remembering why we love God, remembering how to connect with God, remembering why it is we fast and pray, and remembering, above all things, that God loves us. It's a great time for us to be able to go back to the basics of our faith in Great and Holy Lent. And so the church actually takes us today all the way back to the beginning. And so on this, the Sunday before we begin the Great and Holy Fast, is known, of course, as Cheese Fair Sunday, so we're all thinking about that. It's also Forgiveness Sunday, we're thinking about that. But it also is the Sunday commemorating the exile of Adam and Eve from the Garden of Paradise. And so it takes us all the way back to the beginning, to the place where everything got all messed up to begin with. And so we know that story. We know that Adam and Eve were in the garden and they were doing very well. And then the serpent comes and he seduces Adam and Eve to partake of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, the one tree, the one thing that the Lord asked them not to touch. They, touch, they could do anything with anything else, but not that one. And of course, just like all of us, when we're told we can't have something, that's the one that we really want, right? Just like we might not even think about cheeseburgers the rest of the year, but we will tomorrow because we can't have one. And that, that was the case with Adam and Eve, that they had that one thing that they couldn't have and they were seduced into, into partaking of it. And when they did, what happens to them? Sin enters into the world through their disobedience, pain, toil and work, corruption, disease, and ultimately death enters into the world. And we know that story, and we know that it's a tragedy, and we wake up every single morning with that reality right in front of us. When we wake up, and especially on spring forward, and it's hard to get up, we remember that, we, that this is a, a fallen world that we live in. But we also need to remember some other things about that story. We need to remember why it is, ultimately, that God separates Adam and Eve from, and all of us, from the tree of life. Why does God do that? Well, because of sin, because of disobedience, okay? But back to the basics. You can go home and you can read Genesis chapter 3 and look into this, but one of the big things we have to remember is the reason that it says in the scripture that God separates Adam and Eve from the tree of life is says that he looks at them, he sees what disobedience has caused, he sees the pain, he sees the toil. He sees the labor. He knows how hard life is going to be. And it says there in the scripture that God saw that and he said, lest they then, because with all of this corruption in the world, they then go and take and eat of the tree of life and eat and live forever. He looks at them and he says, I don't want them to live in a world forever where there is pain, forever. Where there is sickness, forever. Can you imagine that? What a mercy! So one of the big things we have to remember is that even in the midst of sin, even in the midst of the disobedience that's there in the garden, the pain, the toil, the labor that comes from that, we also see a picture of the great mercy of God from the beginning in dealing with us. 
Because he didn't, he wanted to separate us from the tree of life at that point so that we would not live in a world forever that was filled with pain, that was filled with sickness and corruption. He had a different plan for us. So we cannot forget the mercy of God that is shown even in being separated from the tree of life at that time. Another thing that happens is that, remember, after Adam and Eve are able, uh, partake of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, evil, they realize their nakedness. And so they go and they get leaves to cover themselves up. Well, when God exiles Adam and Eve, separates them, uh, causes them to leave the Garden of Eden, he doesn't just kick them aside and say, good luck. Instead, it says that he actually makes them garments of skin. He clothes them with something better, something that would be better suited for them out there in the world. You're not going to be able to make it with just those leaves. I'm real sorry. And he gives them different garments to be able to make it better out there. So in that act itself, again, in spite of our sin, we have a very clear picture of the mercy and love of God. And even further, some of the fathers point to that moment where uh, God makes these garments of skin as a foreshadowing of the skin, the flesh, that he himself would put on in order to really unite us back to the tree of life. So from the very beginning, from the moment that sin enters into the world, from the moment that sickness and toil and corruption enter into the world, God's mercy and love is shining through. That he has a plan for it all. And so we cannot forget that from the, in spite of our sins, because all of us sin and all of us do the same things that Adam and Eve did in the garden every single day, in spite of our sin, God is merciful to us. In spite of our sin, God loves us and desires our salvation. And that's why he did everything that he did from the moment of creation until now. Solely to save us, solely to bring us into communion with him, solely to bring us into the kingdom of heaven. And so we have the reminder of what happens at the beginning right before we start Great Lent, because we know where Great Lent ends. It ends at Pascha. It ends at the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ where we know we have been reconnected with the tree of life, where the kingdom of heaven has been opened for us. And how do we get there? By going back to the basics. Unlike Adam and Eve, we be obedient. Unlike Adam and Eve, we forgive instead of blame. Remember, they blame God and each other. Unlike Adam and Eve, we repent. And so this time of great Lent is, is set aside for us to be able to do all of those things so that we can be reconnected to the kingdom of heaven. So that we can be reconnected to the tree of life and have the eternal life that God has created for us from the very beginning. And in spite of our sin, he reached out to, reaches out to us in mercy and in love all of the time because he desires for us to know him. He desires for us to, to dwell in the kingdom with him. And so, brothers and sisters, we are given the great gift of Lent. We are given the great gift of Lent so that we can again go back to the basics. So that we can go back to the basics and forgive which we're going to do tonight with one another at Vespers. We go back to the basics, and we are obedient. And part of our obedience is entering into the fast. 
So we train ourselves to follow the will of God and to not do those things that he asks us uh, not to do, unlike what Adam and Eve did. We are obedient, training ourselves with fasting, but of course the hymns say, let us learn to uh, abstain from sin just like we abstain from food. So it's really about stopping sin. So we go back to the basics and forgive. We go back to the basics and we are obedient. We go back to the basics and we repent where we have fallen short. And we do all of those things, brothers and sisters, not so that we can go back to the Garden of Eden. We do all of those things so that we can go forward to the kingdom of heaven, where the tree of life dwells and where eternal life is for us in Christ. We know the end of the story. In spite of our sin, God's love and mercy reigns. Be obedient, be forgiving, be repentant, and may we see the joy of the resurrection, not just on Pascha this year, but in the kingdom which is to come. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.